In this presentation, we will take a look at self-employment or SE tax with relation to a sole proprietorship, Schedule C. Self-employment SE tax. Self-employment tax, SE tax, is a Social Security and Medicare tax primarily for individuals who work for themselves. It is similar to the Social Security and Medicare taxes withheld from the pay of most earners. Caution. If you earn income as a statutory employee, you do not pay SE or self-employment tax on that income. Social Security and Medicare tax should already have been withheld from those earnings. So if we think about the SE tax, note that's typically going to be on the Schedule SE, and that's when we have the Schedule C business. So you want to be able to kind of compare and contrast what does it mean to be a Schedule C business as compared to a W-2 employee as compared to what if it was a C corporation. And, and you'll see what the IRS is kind of doing. The reason you want to do that is because you'll see an idea, some similarities. What, what does it mean? Why are we having to do the self-employment tax? And you can and once you have those connections, then it makes more sense. It's easier to remember. So let's just recap here using the forms and then we'll go back to the text. If we have a, a Schedule C business, of course, we have the net income. That net income is going to be reported eventually, in essence, on the 1040. And then on the front page of the 1040, we're going to have tax that's going to be calculated on it. So the tax is here calculated. That's federal income tax. So that's going to be the calculation. That would be the same, you know, a similar process if we had W-2 income, which if this number here was moved up to line one, and we had just the W-2 or this number here was W-2 income, we'd have a similar calculation for the federal income tax. However, you'll note here that we have this other taxes, other taxes, and that's going to be that 6,106. What is that? Because if you're, if you're a W-2 income employee, you don't typically see that. You're like, well, where does that come from? Well, if you go to the Schedule uh, 3, we have the self-employment tax. Self-employment tax, 6,106. And that, of course, is coming from the Schedule SE. So the Schedule SE is calculating this uh, 6,106. So, and what is that? Why would we have to do that if we have a Schedule C? It's, re it's related to the Schedule C income. And if we could compare a Schedule C to a W-2 income, if we got the W-2 income, the reason we don't typically see the self-employment tax is because it's already been taken out of our wages because it's the employer's responsibility to do that. So they took money out of our wages for self-employment tax, so they already basically paid these, typically, and those are flat taxes. The tax rate's pretty standard. So it's not like there's any ambiguity about how much you pay. They know exactly how much to pay, and they took it from our check and paid it. But And then they take out federal income tax, and there is a lot of ambiguity or uncertainty or how much to take out, and that's why we always have to file this return and we typically end up with something that's imperfect, meaning we owe money or we get a refund. That's usually for the federal income tax. For the Social Security, it's perfect because it's a flat tax. It's an easy tax to know. So therefore, it lines up and they just withheld it and that it is what it is. Now, for us, if we're a Schedule C, then, of course, no one took any money out of our pay for Social Security and Medicare because there's no one to do that. We're, we're basically the owner and the, own, and the employee. So now in order to match the Social Security and Medicare that would have been taken out of our check if we were a sole proprietor, we in essence have to make the uh, Schedule SE and that's going to be this information. So we take this money out. Now, now we have to compare basically what a sole proprietor is to like a C corporation. 
to try to figure out, well, why is it more? It's actually more. You're taking more out than I would have gotten if I was a W-2 employee. If I was a W-2 employee, we would only have to. So now we're going to compare to a C-Corp. A C-Corp would, would have to file a separate return and they would pay their employees uh, the, and take out of their paycheck the self-employment tax uh, like it would be taken out in our W-2. But they also pay the employer portion of the self-employment tax. And so I'm the employer portion of self-employment, which is equivalent to Social Security and Medicare, which would be called payroll taxes in this case. So they're paying the payroll taxes for the employee, comes out of the employee check, and the employer, they have to pay over and above that. Well, the IRS thinks of us as a sole proprietor as, in essence, both the employee, because a lot of times it's a service-type business and whatnot, and the employer. So they basically charge us twice as much as we would if we were an, a, a W-2 employee because we're, we're paying the employee portion and the employer. That's what self-employment tax basically does in essence so you see it's it's this number but then the 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 c corporation would typically get to deduct that they get to deduct half of it they deduct the employee portion as w-2 wages and the employer portion as payroll taxes and so in order to match that we get to deduct half of it so this half in essence gets deducted as well so this half half of the self-employment tax we also get to deduct and that's going to be on the schedule uh, one in the adjustment so here's that amount the adjustment that happens and that flows over to the 1040 with the difference between the income and the adjusted gross income so all that's basically happening uh, and that's related to the self-employment type of tax so let's go back to the text social security coverage Social Security benefits are available to self-employed persons just as they are to wage earners. Your payments of Social Security tax contribute to your coverage under the Social Security system. Social Security coverage provides you with retirement benefits, disability benefits, survivor benefits, and hospital insurance Medicare benefits. Be sure to report all your self-employment insurance. By not reporting it, you could cause your Social Security benefit to be lower when you retire. So obviously we want to report the information that we pay into the Social Security and the Social Security benefits we get at retirement are in essence based on, uh, you know, in part what we put into the system. Now note that I'm not recommending that you depend on Social Security. In other words, you don't want to like put more money into the system on purpose so that you get a, more of a benefit usually. I mean, usually you'd be benefiting by if you could pay less Social Security and put it somewhere else maybe that might be better than being dependent on the social security program. But if when you put the money into the social security program, because you're required to do so uh, with the self-employment tax, you wanna make sure that you're reporting that properly, that you've put money in, because when they make the benefit calculations at the end, it's gonna be based in part on how much was put into the system back to the text. How to become insured under social security. You must be insured under social security system before you begin receiving social security benefits. You are insured if you have the required number of credits, also called uh, quarters of coverage, discussed next. Earnings credits in 2018-2019. For 2018, you receive one credit up to a maximum of four credits for each 1,320 of income subject to social security tax. Therefore, for 2018, if you had income, self-employment, and wages, 
of 5,280 that was subject to Social Security tax, you receive four credits. For an exclusion of the number of credits you must have to be uh, insured and the benefits available to you and your family under the Social Security program, consult your nearest Social Security Administration SSA office. Caution, making false statements to get to get or to increase Social Security benefits may subject you to uh, penalties. Social Security Administration, the SSA, time limit for posting self-employment income. Generally, the SSA will give you credit only for self-employment income reported on a tax return filed within three years, three months, and 15 days after the tax year you earned the income. If you file your tax return or report a change in your social in your self-employment income after this time limit, the SSA may change its records, but only to remove or reduce the amount. The SSA will not change its records to increase your self-employment income. Who must pay self-employment tax? You must pay SE tax and file Schedule SE Form 1040 if either of the following applies. One, your net earnings from self-employment excluding uh, church employee income were 400 or more. Two, you had church employee income of 108 or more. Caution, the SE tax rules apply no matter how old you are and even if you are already receiving Social Security or Medicare. SE tax rates, the SE tax rate on net earnings is 15.3%, which is the 12.4 Social Security plus 2.9 Medicare tax. If you think of these rates, you may not recognize them, but you might recognize a similar rate. So, I mean, if you took the 12.4 and divided it by 2, you'll note that 6.2 is probably what's being pulled out of your check for W-2 if you had a W-2 check for uh, Social Security. And then the 1.9 divided by 2, uh, I'm sorry, the 2.9, 2.9 divided by 2, 1.45 is probably what's being pulled out of uh, your W-2 wages for Medicare because that's the employee portion. And you'll note that the 15.3 then is the Social Security and Medicare employee and employer portion. And if you look at the forms down here, you can take a look at the calculations to get to the uh, 6,106 that's being calculated here uh, in our example problem. And you'll notice the 15.3 and the 2.9 here within the forms. Back to the text. Maximum earnings subject to SE self-employment tax. Only the first 128,400 of your combined wages, tips, uh, and net earnings in 2018 is subject to any combination of the 12.4 Social Security part of SE tax, Social Security tax, or the Tier 1 part of Railroad Retirement tax. Now, so note there's going to be this cap. So the Social Security is going to be taxed up to the 128,400. That cap doesn't apply to Medicare. So when we consider this 15.3, it's it's basically going to be that up until you get to the 128,400, and then Social Security falls away. And then, but you still possibly pay, will generally pay the Medicare tax above that. Again, why would that happen? This is just my interpretation of the law. But the reason of that is that if you go beyond this amount, you're not getting any benefit from the benefits of Social Security payments. So up until this amount or maybe before this amount, you're still getting benefits as you put money in. And it's going to increase the amount of payments you get uh, for secure, Social Security payments 
kind of like a retirement type of system type of program rather than the safety net type of system or program uh, and beyond that you don't get any you don't get the benefit so it would make sense from that perspective to have a cap somewhere because paying more money in isn't isn't providing the benefits now again you can argue whether it should provide benefits or not or how high the cap should be and you know and get into all that but that's going to be part of the reason the medicare doesn't have the cap because it's more of a safety net program you can think of it as that system so if you keep on paying in it's not because you're trying to get the money back out at the end it's because you're putting money into a social safety net program so in any case that's my interpretation of the justification for that but the rule is what there's going to be a cap and this cap typically goes up from year to year back to the text all your combined wages tips and net earnings in 2018 are subject to any combination of the 2.9 medicare part of your social security tax uh, Medicare tax and Medicare part of railroad retirement tax. If wages and tips you receive as an employee are subject to either Social Security or the Tier 1 part of railroad retirement tax or both and total at least 128400 do not pay the 12.4 Social Security part of the SE tax on any of your net earnings. However, you must pay the 2.9 Medicare part of the SE tax on all your net earnings. Tip deduct one half of your Social Security tax as an adjustment to income in line 27 of Schedule 1, Form 1040. So this is Schedule 1 adjustments to income of uh, the 1040. It used to be on basically page 1 in prior years. So here you get this deduction of half of the Social Security or the self-employment tax which is nice back to the text additional medicare tax a 0.9 percent additional medicare tax uh, may apply to you if your net earnings from self-employment exceeds one of the following threshold amounts based on your filing status so if you're married filing joint over 250,000 married filing separate 125,000 single head of household or qualified widow widower 200,000 if you have both wages and self-employment income, the threshold amount for applying the additional Medi uh, Medicare tax on the self-employment income is reduced but not below zero by the amount of wage wages subject to additional Medicare tax. Use Form 8959, additional Medicare tax, to figure this tax.